That's nine. That's nine hours. You know. You know what? Last nine hours, jobs, jobs lah. And this one lah, someone you cannot scolding and don't get paid. No, thank you lah. Douglas Slim and Juanita, the podcast. Time off work is really precious, and a lot of us got to spend it with our family mm. recently. But in relationships, ah, it's like double the time necessary because you need to spend time with your partner's parents as well. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm very glad my father-in-law lives literally five minutes away from my house. So we can just pick oh. him up, go for quick makan, drop him back, easy peasy. So nice, but no. Such luck for me lah. Jonathan's parents, my boyfriend's parents, he, they live in Penang. P Penang. <laughs> oh, sorry, man. If you want to go and pick them up, go for makan and drop them back, uh, it would take like what three days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two days lah. <laughs> so it's lucky that we had long weekend, right? It was, mm. It's very tiring going there, coming back late at night. But it was fun. Okay. Uh, I got to spend time with his parents, have dinners. We got to talk and laugh, right, get to right. know each other a bit better. It was also nice because he does this with my family every week. Oh, he spends time with your your parents. Your sister, brother, everything. Yeah, he does, does. Does does he change his behavior when he's with your family? Because you know you have such a big family, <laughs> and, and your dad's a pastor. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> no, he he's quite himself. Oh. At first, he was very nervous getting into that, but okay. now now he's just himself. He still makes fun of me in front of them and all. He makes fun of you, and yeah. your family doesn't come and defend your honor. No, they uh, they chime in and add on <laughs> a bit. We're all very, we're all very savage uh, with each other, and he's good with kids as well, and aunties especially. Wow. Oh my god, he follows me to church sometimes, right? And I look out, and he's surrounded by all these aunties. <laughs> they really like talking to him because he jokes with them and listens to them as well. You know, you know why he's so good with aunties, and not why? Because every day he practices with you. <laughs> <laughs> he's so evil. Fly FM. So I'm sure a lot of us have family gatherings this Raya break, meeting your partner's family and all as well. <laughs> yeah, and we were talking about Juanita's boyfriend meeting her family. Yeah, and now they're pretty alright with each other, no more stress. Right. But when was the first time? you met your parents first time I met my parents eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I hated it man I, I, I was told I was crying la. I was covered in all the goo and stuff <laughs> I opened my eyes I look up hey my father's a doctor not bad turns out he's a pilot rubbish <laughs> no sorry I mean when was the first time you met your wife's parents ah okay <laughs> Uh, well, my wife and I were kids at that time like, Because we were in the same taekwondo class right. uh, We were family friends So her parents would come and pick her up And my parents would come and pick me up So that's just when I met them for the first time, I guess Oh, I bet they didn't know you liked her uh, I think it was obvious yeah. la. I mean, because I didn't want to spend time with, with the other kids who were in taekwondo class Oh, because you only wanted to spend time with her uh, yeah, 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 okay, okay, enough So, <laughs> but, but Okay, what's interesting is my parents liked uh, her from the start, from when she was a kid. Because they found right. her very nice, uh, very responsible, very humble. Right, everything you're not, lah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you could say that. And and my wife also got along fine with my parents. They they still get along very fine. Yeah. Because uh, in all honesty, my parents, uh, see, they can be quite intimidating, right now. Because really? yeah, because my father is ex-military. When yeah. he was in the air force at the time, my goodness, his face will scare all my friends. <laughs> they would the time they would call the house phone, right? They would yeah. be afraid if my father picked up the phone they wouldn't know what to say and you know my mom oh my god she, she's haka what what does that even mean no no okay <laughs> what, what is a famous haka dish uh, yong tau fu right I don't know okay okay yong tau fu okay so it's basically fish meat lah, yong tau fu in, right. in uh, vegetables now how do most normal well adjusted people cook fish they, they fry it they grill it put in the curry normal ways lah, okay. but not for these haka people you know they'll be like hmm let me take this fish let me beat it to a pulp let me smash it up and I'll shove it into this chili okay that's wow. how intimidating the haka people are <laughs> 
Fly FM. So a woman sent her car to the workshop and they found a huge snake on the engine. Gee, usually car, right, is horsepower. So first time snake power. <laughs> <laughs> so scary. Now this lady sent her uncle's car actually um, into the workshop because the wheel sensor wasn't working. Okay. It's part of the car that helps the automatic brake system work, I think. Yeah, it sounds quite important. Right? <laughs> yeah. So when the mechanic opened up the hood, they found a huge python oh, coiled up nicely hanging out right on top of the engine so they contacted the civil defense department who helped remove the snake so everything's fine now but still no one of my biggest fears uh, is finding creepy crawlies in the car uh-huh. especially while I'm driving oh yeah you know the feeling because you're, you're already driving you're focused on the road and suddenly like a cockroach or whatever and if they crawl out well, oh man it's, you know because it's so dangerous the cockroach could die I could die other road users could die it's horrible <laughs> yeah imagine if the python suddenly appear while you were driving well that one I think I bring sun straight away man <laughs> like, no, no, but okay. <laughs> Once I saw something strange in yeah. a production van. Those are the ones that actors and crew use on shoots, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. I was I was in this production van that they were ferrying us. I was the actors from one location to another location. Yeah. So we all got inside. It's not very comfortable, one, uh, okay. But you know, it's, it's good enough for right. the job. I sat there and I'm looking. They look to be like a hole on the van floor. What? Yeah, like, it's, a hole right through the yeah, road? Yeah, you can see the road. What? And, it, <laughs> and it's, it didn't look like uh, like damage, you know. It didn't look like somebody damaged it by accident. It right. looked like it was a nicely carved hole. <laughs> and I'm looking at the other... I'm sure all of us noticed this hole, this weird hole. I'm thinking, what is this for? Could it be... Could it be maybe for toilet emergencies? <laughs> I was just guessing. I had no idea. Right. So at the end, uh, when we all got to the, the next location, I got down and I asked the driver. I said, uh, Bang, why, why is there a hole yeah. uh, in the floor of your of your van? And he was like, ah, do lah. You know, other people's car got sunroof. Uh, I got sun floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Fly FM. So this lady borrowed her uncle's car, but a sensor wasn't working. So she sent it to the mechanic to get it checked. They opened up the hood of the car and found a Python nicely hanging out on top of the engine. So we're wondering, have you ever found something weird in a car before? James sent us a voice note. It was my first time picking up my girlfriend from a house, but last minute I didn't have my car available. So I asked my college friend if I could borrow his car. He said okay, so I went to pick her up. And as soon as she got in the car, she started to get really angry at me, asking me who the other girl is. I was so confused because there was really no other girl. Turns out I didn't notice my friend had a pair of high heels in his car. So I had to call my friend to get him to confirm that it was his girlfriend's shoes. Now every time I fetch my girlfriend, she still looks around the car to see if there's any hidden shoes. <laughs> but see, this is typical uh, woman behaviour, you know. Wow, wow, wow. You, know, you come in the car, they will look for all the small things. Look for the small shoes here and there. But the big <gasps> shoe cannot see. What? Yeah, the boot. That <laughs> <laughs> oh, was so bad. Fly FM. It's time for football updates. Yes, it's going to be a very busy weekend for a lot of the EPL teams. So, okay, MU, uh, <laughs> okay, MU fans, I know you usually get bad news, but well done uh, because a few days ago you guys beat Brentford 3 0. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was, very, it was a very nice game. Right. Uh, you know, Bruno Fernandes scored. He hasn't been scoring for a while. And then right. uh, Rafael Varane scored his first ever goal for United as well. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, so that's pretty good for them. However, over the weekend, mm, 
Mm, it is going to get exciting because Liverpool, uh-huh. who are second uh, in the table, they're going to play Tottenham, who are I think fifth or sixth. Ooh. So it's going to be quite an exciting match, I think. La. Right. City are going to take on Newcastle. Mm. Uh, City should win this and I think they also want revenge, you know, because you know what happened recently to Manchester City? What? They got dumped out of the Champions League by Real Madrid in such a dramatic fashion. They were leading uh, Real Madrid in, on aggregate, I think, 5-3 or something like that. Right. And then at the last minute, suddenly, you know how Real Madrid like scores two goals. Wow. Yeah, and so they get dumped, uh, City get dumped out of the Champions League. So I think the only thing left for them to win is the is the league. They right. are currently leaders, lah, but only by one point ahead of Liverpool. Oh, man. Yeah, so I think they're, they're going to feel the pressure, but maybe they want to get some revenge as well. Lah. Uh, Chelsea are going to play with Wolverhampton Wanderers. Ah, Chelsea should win this. Mm-hmm. And then uh, this this one, uh, I'm very uh, I'm very sad to say, lah. <laughs> right, <Brighton laughs> we're, we're gonna play. We're gonna play United. Oh, yeah. And United, I know, are, are doing well now, lah. They won three zero, so I think their spirits are up. We also did well. I mean, we also we also won, but I don't know, lah, whether we can we can challenge. It'll be Man like a nine zero. <laughs> no, lah. They won't be, won't be but anyway, so I'm hoping that my chant, you know, yeah. will be able to lift their spirits and. <laughs> <laughs> and also sure. lift the spirits of all the Brighton and Hove Albion supporters here in Malaysia. Yes. Okay. So are we ready? Wishful thinking. Let's okay. go. <laughs> Let's go. All right. 55-56. Brighton and Hove Albion. Chin up like champions. Go, go, go. And surround Ronaldo with everyone you have because he's the only player that actually is effective. Now all the others are not very effective. <laughs> then we might draw this one. After that, we whack everyone. Da, 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 da. Fly FM. I'm sure you've heard about this. No more restrictions for sports and recreational activities starting this month. Woo-hoo. Yeah, I am sure this is great news for Zumba aunties in Sabah. <laughs> that was Specific. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I need, I need the this data for the joke. So, it's it's good for Zumba aunties in Sabah because yes. when there were the restrictions, right? Yeah. They could only Zumba via Zumba. <laughs> Badum. <laughs> so according to the Ministry of Youth and Sports, all sports and recreational activities are allowed without any restrictions. Mm. Uh, that's your vaccination status. Tak perlu time limit. Also, tak perlu anymore. There also won't be a limit or maximum capacity for like group activities, okay. like aerobics, zumba, taekwondo, uh, training, and the likes. This, this is also very. Exciting news Because yeah. I have a small Badminton group Whoa, The new Lazy Jia Yeah yeah I'm more like Lazy Jia Because <laughs> <laughs> there usually Five of us la. So yeah. you book one court And play doubles Okay uh, But during MCO that time They only allowed Two players per court Right So you could only play Singles you know Yeah Or, or, no, or you can play doubles But against nobody <laughs> which, which is dumb So Because we are all Casual players We're not fit enough To play singles The court okay, is very okay. big <laughs> yeah, If you're yeah. you playing singles So we were like hey, Actually nah, man, I just just play doubles lah. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, I know there's a highly infectious virus around, but it's not like we're <laughs> hugging each other. <laughs> Right, halfway playing la. the doubles game, right? The guard came and said, "Hey, double A, only singles allowed." Yeah, lah. They're so scared, lah. After the authorities come and check, or how? I know. I thought I totally understand that he's doing his job. Uh-huh. So, so then when only two fellas play, the rest of us, what? We end up sitting on the bench, correct or not? Right. Three fellas on the bench, side by side. That's worse, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> That's true. During MCO, my hot yoga place only allowed half capacity. Okay. We had to make bookings, and it got full very fast. But now the studio is at maximum capacity, and it's full again. Have like. This isn't very comfortable. <laughs> no, because you're so tall and your and your limbs are so long. When you stretch your hand, probably whack the auntie's face. <laughs> That's true. I have to always be careful. 
<laughs> no, I, I hope they make it very clear also uh, that there will be no maximum capacity for participation for recreational sports only. Right. And and not competitive sports, you know. <laughs> because who knows, uh, suddenly our national football team shows up for a competition with 50 people. You know, like, there are 12 goalkeepers and all that. When the referee come and catch up, I'll be like, hey, Oh, ministry say no maximum capacity. What? Uh. Why you score me? <laughs> Fly FM. So a government has ruled no more restrictions for sports and recreational activities starting this month. Yeah, yeah. see, I know hikers are very happy about this. Right. Because most of these hikers they like yeah. to go in big groups. Ah, uh, then they chit chat lah, uh, talk grandmother story uh, <laughs> then climb a bit, take picture, <laughs> then climb a bit, have picnic by the waterfall. Why do you have a problem with this? Because No, because there's an objective, isn't it? When you're hiking, you no, you you start, you climb to the peak, you come yeah. back down, you go home. What is all this faffing about? <laughs> you know, like, like in Formula One, you race till the end. Then yeah. after that, you do whatever you want. Like, you don't race halfway. Get down from your car and take picture, chit chat about the tires. <laughs> what nonsense! Then you would hate hash hiking because it takes hours. And from what I know, everybody hikes, finishes. Then after that, they do a recap. They, they do a recap right <laughs> after the hike. Yeah. This is for people with bad memories. Like, What's going on here? <laughs> no, so so they also do like an appraisal, lah, right? They'll huh? say like very good to those who helped uh, each other. Like, oh, you, what's it? Give me a name. A uh, Stephen. Stephen, Stephen, right. you followed the trail and you were careful. Very good. But also, if someone was talking too much or laughing too loudly, because you know we have to respect the jungle, so <laughs> they punish them by making them sit on a block of ice. <laughs> after that, <laughs> then after this recap is makan-makan. By the time it ends, it's usually around midnight. What? What time does a hash hike start? <laughs> like 3 p.m. 3 p.m. Yeah, start man. 3 p.m. and midnight. You're hiking to Singapore, is it? <laughs> <laughs> that's what three four. That's nine. That's nine hours. You know. You know what? Last nine hours, jobs, jobs. Lah. <laughs> This one, lah. Someone you cannot scolding and don't get paid. No, thank you, lah. Fly FM. Finland has been crowned the world's happiest country fifth year in a row now. Hey, good for them. Good for them. <laughs> But but you know the saddest place on earth is actually in Malaysia. You know. Really? Yeah, Where? It's in a place called. Koala cry, <laughs> <laughs> but oh serious of Finland five years in a row, ah? Huh? Yeah. No, wait, wait. Did they actually start this award and give it to themselves? <laughs> huh? Because I've heard of this type of stupid things happening. No, uh, the World Happiness Report is an annual UN-sponsored index. Oh, so proper one, ah. Okay. Yeah, and it's based on people's own assessment of their happiness, as well as the economic and social data. Okay. For a second, yeah. So once they go through all the details, they they assign a happiness score based on the average data they collect over three years. Okay. Yeah, the happiest countries are Finland, Denmark, Iceland, Switzerland, Netherlands, all. Northern Europeans I, I sense a pattern here You know I think yeah. to score higher Your country needs to End with learn <laughs> Right Finland Iceland Switzerland All this But but I think uh, The question All Malaysians Are thinking of now is What number is Malaysia uh, yo, We're number 79 Why so low <laughs> I know Okay Okay next A follow up question uh, Is Singapore Happier than us <laughs> You really want to know Yeah They're 27 Rubbish I know They must have cheated lah, Because No <laughs> Because if they're so happy why they keep coming here <laughs> huh? ah. <laughs> okay but back, back to this story right yeah what if there's actually something really sinister going on in finland like what no like what if you're not allowed to be sat there you know like because they need to maintain their record my fires in a row right. so maybe there's a secret happy police that, that goes around ronda ronda and they threaten sad looking citizens <laughs> like they, they pull up to a sad fellow like sven i heard you were feeling down you better be happy otherwise we'll deport you to brunei <laughs> fly fm
So this restaurant in Melbourne is hiring a roti canai chef for 17,000 ringgit a month. <laughs> in all my life, I have never heard a roti man being called chef. <laughs> right? It's usually boss. <laughs> so so no, move, no, move to Australia. Sure, you get a bigger pay packet, but you get demoted, my friend. You're no longer boss. You're just chef. <laughs> this is legit, man. So these details were in the ad that the roti bar in Melbourne posted online. Okay. Uh, they're offering between 190 and 205 thousand ringgit annually for the oh, okay, whole okay, position. Okay. Yeah. Like, wow, so like a month. Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. And the job requirements are that you need to have experience in flipping roti chanai, <laughs> but they also provide training. Uh, you're able to work under pressure, you're responsible, and you must have full working rights in Australia. Ah, that one is a bit tricky, like the last one. Yeah. But no, I think it's great that you know if you go and flip roti chanai in Australia, you know you can get paid what was it, seventeen thousand ringgit yeah. a month. But do you actually know how much a roti chanai Cost in Australia in Melbourne? Uh, I don't know, like fifteen Aussie dollars. No, not that much, like about 10, 10 Aussie. 10 but still, that's about thirty-five right. ringgit for roti kosong. You know? Yeah. Can you imagine? You know, if you tambah kuah, you probably need to to like they charge you extra like five dollars per spoonful <laughs> or something. <laughs> and that's why they can be paid that amount. I yeah, guess. Yeah. Uh, they get pretty. They get paid pretty well in Singapore as well, I'm sure. I know someone who is a chef there and he said it was a good opportunity to work there and move up the ranks, right? Plus, it's always enticing for Malaysians to want to earn in Sing dollars. Of course. But uh, he also said that the cost of living is really high and it's tough to find a good home to rent. So he ended up sharing a very small spot with a few people. But he's still there. So I am guess it must not be all bad. No, if... In my opinion, if you have to work in Singapore and stay there, being a chef is the best possible uh, occupation. Why? So you can cook your own food. (laughs) Every day eat Singapore food can die one. (laughs) No, but but I wonder if this roti bar in Melbourne Mm -hmm. is going to have some, you know, Australian-themed rotis as well. (laughs) Like Like, what? Like instead of roti sardine, there's roti barmande. (laughs) (laughs) Or like uh, instead of roti banje, it's it's roti forest fire. Oh, no. (laughs) Got no flat one. They're very dry there. Oh, instead of roti planta, yeah. it's roti vegemite. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be gross. Fly FM. So we saw this job posting for a roti chanai chef in Australia. Pay is pretty nice, seventeen thousand ringgit a month. <laughs> but we thought we'd do a little quiz about. Australia, yeah. test our general knowledge and see how much we actually know about the country. I think I'll win hands down because I've been to Australia so many times. I'm probably like part Australian already. Right, I've never been. But it's quiz time! Quiz, 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 quiz. It's quiz time on Fly FM! Our producer Rachel will ask the questions. Hi guys. <laughs> <laughs> Douglas and I shall compete. Alright. Alright, Rachel, whenever you're ready. So your first question for your Australia quiz is, what is the capital of Australia? Is it A, Sydney, B, Canberra, or C, Kuala Lumpur? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, so funny. Use my joke back against me. Kuala. Uh, I know this answer, so easy. I'm going to say B, Canberra. You? Oh, I thought it was Sydney. Oh, so is is your answer Sydney? The answer is... Canberra. It is Canberra. Oh. No, Sydney was right. the capital, but Canberra is the administrative capital. Right. So it's a win for Douglas. Yep. Satu kosong. Okay. I think we should stop the quiz now. <laughs> I win already. Yo. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay. Next question. Which one of these do Australians love to spread on toast with? Is it A, Marmite? A, wait. Sorry. Which one of these do Australians love to spread on toast with butter? Is it A, Marmite? B, Vegemite? Juanita. Oh, wait. Okay, C? Or C, Dynamite. Dynamite. 
<laughs> BTS people lah Cannot stop it Wanita Veggie Mite Yeah Okay I'll give Wanita You win lah Everybody should know lah Yeah one. I gave him a Veggie Mite sandwich I come from a land down under You know what No Hayo Okay one one Okay Third question What is a budgie smuggler Is it A Speedos B Sports bras Or C Plump criminal <laughs> That's a, that's a pudgy smuggler lah. <laughs> Budgie smuggler I don't know I'm I'm, I'm guessing a Sports bra You I'll say speedos Wanita <laughs> you get the point What yeah. yep. They call Oh man Budgie smuggler Can you That's a That's a budgie eh? <laughs> Okay So Wanita leading to, to one Budgie right. smuggler Okay next question What do you do When you've broken your thong Hey <laughs> Don't worry, it's nothing naughty. <laughs> it's is it A get new slippers because they broke. Okay. B act natural until you can change to until you can change to new underwear. Or is it C you move the bentong? Wanita, <laughs> it's A. Get new slippers. Get new slippers. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct, correct, correct. Ah, yes, yeah. correct. A, A is correct. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I am no, you're, this you're, one. Okay, you're leading lah. Was it three two? Right. Final question. <laughs> What do you yell back after hearing someone yell, Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy! Wait, Wait, oi, oi, oi! Everybody doesn't know lah. Come on, that means you edge, you edge me. 4-3. Woo! <laughs> what are you doing? That happens to be the sound of the didgeridoo, which is the native instrument of Australia. Now, see who knows more doesn't, about Australia. It doesn't matter. You still lose. It's uh, a double buzzer for you. <laughs> <laughs> Quiz, 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 quiz. It's quiz time on Fly FM. Fly FM. So a German man found 700,000 ringgit in cash hidden in a kitchen cabinet that he bought online. Oh, the Germans keep their small change there also. Huh? Oh, <laughs> I better move mine then. <laughs> so gross that you. Now, Thomas Heller, he paid... 203 euros That's about 1,000 ringgit yeah, uh, For the cabinets Which he bought for From an elderly couple's estate When it arrived at his house This 50-year-old Thomas Found money hidden In two boxes In one of the two cupboards So he did the craziest thing He handed it to a police station Why is <laughs> Why he's so law-abiding? This fella is secretly Singaporean, or <laughs> I know. So under German law, keeping more than even 10 euros apparently of lost money is clear embezzlement, and you could face up to three years in jail. Oh, so quite serious, lah. Yeah. No, because also I hear in Germany, if they find you guilty, you must actually go to jail, one. Yeah, right. you cannot just simply <laughs> go to a neighboring country, walk around, you know, have a fancy dinner. <laughs> Right, I once borrowed my dad's jacket to work, right? And I didn't tell him. I just took it. So I went to work. I made a video uh, with it, with the jacket. Right. At home, my dad sees this and immediately he calls me up and he says, Nita, you're wearing my jacket. Scold you, ah? No, I I innocently go, yeah, hey, hey, pinjam. And he said, please be careful with it because there's a lot of money in the top right corner in the jacket, in the pocket. What? Yeah. And I was like, serious, girl. I reached in the pocket and I pulled out a fat chunk. Like, it's like, you know, in those uh, drug movies where What, you no, have okay, a why, roll why, of no, money, Why, why right? would your dad have all the money there? So he apparently keeps it for gifts. For my mom, maybe he doesn't oh, want to ask her okay. for money he's, or he's, what, he's, right? He's private stash lah. Yeah. Hey, do you check the other pockets? Not maybe. Don't know. You find what one gone pistol lah. Then after got <laughs> this fake passport. Maybe your father's James Bond. 
James Bond is it his name? Jason J- Bond. <laughs> James, no, I mixed up James Bond and Jason Bond. So he's, he's James Bond. No, no. But yeah. see, this I think this this about finding money in the cabinet. All right, is big news in Germany yeah. because they're probably not used to finding hidden money in cabinets. Right. Because in Malaysia means uh, be like what the cabinet got hidden money? Of course lah. <laughs> Fly FM. So this guy found 700,000 ringgit hidden in his cupboard that he bought online. I used my dad's jacket without his permission and found that he had hidden a stack of cash there. Crazy, man. People hide money in some strange places. La. I saw a TikTok video. This yeah. guy was like teaching you where to hide stuff. La. Yeah. Uh, hide money, I mean. So there was one where he was so creative. You know, the door hinge. Yeah. Door hinge. He actually uh, took the drill. He unscrewed the, the the two screws holding the door. Yeah. Then he drilled a third hole. Oh. So now there were three holes in the in the door lah, and right. he hit the money in the middle hole, and he screwed back the the hinge of the door. I'm oh. thinking, yeah, it's a great place to hide money. No one can find it, but how are you gonna take it? Like, <laughs> like imagine if there's a delivery fella at the door and you need some money, but hey, tunggu, ah, start undrilling the door and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, you can't even keep that much money in that hole, right? Yeah, yeah, he didn't keep much money. He just, I think, he, but like just made two notes. He rolled it up, uh-huh. and then like he also showed how you can hide money in your high heels, you know, because the high heels, yeah. the heel part is hollow one. Right. So he took off the cover and then he shoved money inside and he closed back the cover <laughs> wow. and then there was also one where it was an uh, egg so he he uh, he hollowed out an egg he poked a small hole okay. then he poured out all the egg yeah. then he washed the egg then he put money inside wow yeah and then he put back into the carton and put in the fridge you know? that seems like a lot of work for mm. like a small hiding place I saw one where they hid money in their pill bottles because in mm. most houses they have a pill cabinet right in their right, bathroom right, right, yeah. so the front bottles are all pills but the bottles at the back are all money oh that's That's just quite smart, huh? Yeah. Because like, why would a robber want to steal your pills? Oh, unless, yeah. unless the robber came to your house, then he can't find any money because you hide so well, right? He get yeah. headache. He was like, oh, your headache, like, <laughs> cannot find any money. I need some pills. He goes and finds the pills. <laughs> oh, headache cleared immediately. <laughs> Fly F M. It is time for. <laughs> the champion news of the week but we don't actually mean real champions of course we're, we're being incredibly sarcastic there's a lot of sindiran going on here yes. they're basically silly people who have done some fairly dodgy stuff over the week alright let's go number three this myvi driver rammed through a toll booth gate because his RFID didn't work Okay, see, I know it can be annoying if you're stuck in a jam, you're driving for so long and then, you know, you have to reverse, go front, reverse, go front. <laughs> yeah. But this is damaging property. You cannot do things like that. And just mm-hmm. because the RFID don't function, your brain also don't function, is it? Huh, my friend? <laughs> this fellow should have his own card, you know. Touch and go to jail. <laughs> champion, 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 champion. 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 Pranksters booked a restaurant for 60 people but didn't show up. Come on, man. This is doing raya. This is very, it's very irresponsible and mean. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's the first proper raya in two years so it's extra disappointing. Yeah. But you know what? Okay, okay. Since you didn't show up, I hope your defense team doesn't show up for your trial. Oh, champion, champion, champion. champion, champion. champion. Number one. Oh, this one. A British MP resides after being caught watching adult content twice in the House of Commons. Must resign one, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
Just say lah I was doing research ah, But suddenly The video pop up On my screen ah, Or my phone was hacked like, Come on This MPs all Got no experience on this. No. no but I hope I hope this serves As a lesson Okay You watch X-rated You become XMP Yes Champion Champion Champion, champion. champion. Remember we didn't put you On this list You put yourself On this list This is the Douglas Slim and Juanita Podcast Hang out with them Weekday mornings From 6 to 10am On Fly FM